and welcome to this Free to a Good Home episode 99, I believe, Whoa. Benjamin. It is, wow. it is 99 episodes of we doing this bullshit for. I was about to say they said we couldn't do it, but mm. they did say that. What They said a variation on that. They said we should have done it about two years ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. And who's they? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, That delightful voice you are hearing, mm-hmm. Ben, is the person I just met today. Yeah, it's Liz Kingsman. Hi. Um, Liz is a uh, writer and improviser and actor. Mm-hmm. Um, she's only here in Australia for a blink of an eye, <laughs> and we got it. We 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 wrote to the Queen, I see. The Queen, and we mm. said, "Can we borrow her, please, Madam?" Yep. Uh, she said, "This is highly irregular." But <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to allow it. Uh, Liz, how have you been enjoying Australia since you've returned? Oh, lovely! I've had uh, such a bizarre trip. Um, <laughs> came on a holiday, got a job. Yep. I've been working uh, with Ben for the last that, three weeks. That sounds awful. That um, sounds really terrible. It's actually great because then usually when you go home from holiday, you don't have any money. But I've done the opposite, so oh, yeah, I'll yeah. go home. And Do you? Because because I didn't sleep. even really consider. Because you you sent me quite just a friendly email being like, "Hey, do you know anybody in the industry that I should be talking to?" Blah, yeah. blah. And I was like, hang on, what if you had a job? What if, what if you just took a job now? And I never really stopped to think if you wanted it. You haven't had a holiday. You've just been working on quite a full on show, too. Like, it's been a real. So full on. I'm so sleepy. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think about whether I wanted to either. You sort of took it out of politeness. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh no, I can't say no. So I guess I'll just. <laughs> I guess I'll just work on this intense writing job three weeks. Cause but it, no, because it, it's not just because Liz was working with um, with me and some other uh, uh, friends of the show friends on the show on the, um, the Tonightly program. Claire Kavanagh most recently, mm-hmm. um, our very first guest, Tom Ballard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only did you sign on to quite a full on. Um, long hours daily show but one had just that had just been cancelled and everyone was in a sort of a manic state of grief yeah. <laughs> I was, I'm interested in that so did you start there when the show was already cancelled so I've I think that maybe I got the job because the show had already been cancelled so I don't feel like anyone really read any of my material um Questions they didn't ask, do you know anything about Australian politics? <laughs> because then I would have said, absolutely not. Um, so I spent the first couple of days sort of, you know, like furiously Googling everything at sure. every point. But then there was quite a funny moment when I, I think I suggested something quite ambitious. And Tom um, Ballard said, you have to die creatively inside like all the rest of us. <laughs> I was like, okay, I won't pitch anything else. But that was, is too big. <laughs> but it was great because I knew your your situation with Australian politics because you told me. I told the head writer as well. Right, but yeah. I don't think anybody else in the room knew. No, because, like, no. And I just watch you in the morning meetings yeah. as like sort of bits were allocated <laughs> and Liz just sort of trying to make herself as small as humanly possible. <laughs> and if there was anything not politics related, which was obviously never because there was a leadership It's probably spell. a satirical show yeah. about politics when the well, big yeah. politics. Yeah. I watched so much of the show on the weekend before I started and it wasn't all about politics. Like, so there you were, cram- so many you were really other... cramming for this job Yeah, the so, Yeah, I re- but cramming's, you know, any creative style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we're, we're, if there's one thing we are trained for, it's the cram. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, hey guys, you've all got drinks in front of you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, we're gonna we're gonna launch right into a snack report. Sure. Um, uh, it's a liquid snack report. Um, we ha- we had some feedback on the last episode with fancy soft drinks. A lot of letters, some emails, mm. some people stopping me in the street, some faxes. Some um, PlayStation Messenger. <laughs> How else do people receive information? The dark uh, web. The dark web got in touch. <laughs> and they said, we want more interesting soft drinks. Uh-huh. So what you've done today, Ben, is you've mm-hmm. given me mm-hmm. uh, and our guest Liz mm-hmm. a large... Uh, I guess uh, squ- what do you call it? Like it's a whiskey tumbler, I'd say. No, I was, no. was going to say I was going to describe the ice cube is a big square, big cube of ice, big cube of ice, uh, big square. <laughs> I, I did for you at maths, uh, <laughs> and you've coated that uh, big cube of ice in what I would say is a, a maybe maybe forty mils. Of a ginger-based soft drink. Coated is such a strange. Ah, way of I mean, I'd that. like to compliment you on your knowledge of how big a mill is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a, a huge. What I lack in geometric shapes, I make uh, up for in being able to yeah. guess a, a cube. I mean, a. Yeah. a, a I guessed a the other day how long a raindrop takes to get from the, from the cloud to the ground. Okay, I guessed Hing. it spot on. Yeah, Liz guessed it pretty much to the, and I won't give you the unit of measurement because <laughs> that's going to give away how how like, uh-huh. you know the, the uh-huh. range. Uh huh. Okay, from a cloud to the ground. Which 
Wait, are we talking sea level ground though? Because presumably sea level ground versus top of Mount Everest ground. Yeah, no, would sorry. Be yeah, I, I meant top of Mount Everest. It was a trick question, <laughs> <laughs> and you cunningly saw through. No, like sea level that, ground because that, that'd be mountains as well, Ben. If yep. you must know, yeah. there'd be mountains yep. that'd be above the cloud line. I assume. Absolutely. So, so what not, are you going to do? We're there? not talking about that. <laughs> Rule that out of your calculations. We're talking about more or less. If- I would say it would be, let's say, an hour. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, you've both given me that. Suggests that I'm very wrong. So let's... But what way are you wrong? That's the question. <laughs> yeah. uh, An well, hour. How, well, how, well, what's, what's the... So you just you work backwards. What's this? What, when <laughs> when a raindrop hits you, what speed do you reckon it's going at? Let's say... That's how you're going to work this let's out. Let's say like... <laughs> 40 kilometers an hour. How it's do about, you know it's that? about it's about the speed of a car in a school zone. That's what? my guess, right? <laughs> Having been hit by many cars in a school zone. Yeah. Let's say it's 40 Ks, right? Uh-huh. And then you gotta go, what's between uh, the ground and uh-huh. where the clouds are? Uh-huh. So when you How many a, schools when, are there? When, when you're in a plane, you're at thirty thousand feet, which is about ten thousand meters. Uh-huh. And that is ten kilometers. Ten kilometers. Uh-huh. So Let's Liz Kingston, say, would you like to put him out of his misery? Let's say, 15, no. let's say, 20, let's say 20, 15 to 20 minutes. That's my guess. 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. Liz, I mean, that's a big range. Okay. Yeah. So what, this is the average. Did you know that or did you just guess it when you said it, when you got it right? I guessed it. You did a long it. rambling speech about schools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, so the answer is two and a half minutes. Fuck, I was way off. You're you were so wrong. Very off. And so you used an a lot of reasoning. Oh, yeah, an hour was bad and then you made it still bad. Um, <laughs> but you used so much like logic and reasoning between those two bad answers. <laughs> yeah, makes it even more impressive. When we, when we, when... Like a wild goose chase for the answer. Yeah. When Liz nailed this, we were with about five or six people mm-hmm. and the... Person- was a pub trivia question situation? No, we were just sitting around. It, it was raining. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. see. Yep. And the person who was most wrong uh-huh. was so much more correct than you. Well, wait, well, they, they said... They said 24 minutes yeah. and we right. laughed at them. Uh, it was actually uh, Claire Kavanagh. Said, no, was it? I, I think it was Nina. Anyway. Oh, it might have been Nina Oriyama, but sure. either way. Certainly someone was mocked. Someone was and mocked. And they said 25 minutes and I said... What was One my metric hour. <laughs> Yeah. Well, all right. Remember uh, that time you thought that a cow had two steaks in it, Ben? I thought it had ten steaks in it and <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, how are you enjoying your ginger ale? Can you give us some tasting notes? Um, well, we didn't actually introduce that it was ginger ale. So. Oh, sorry. Okay. It is. That's, that's the spoiler. It's- um, I'm loving it. It's it's strong, isn't it? It's a very yeah. potent ginger ale. Uh, yeah, I always that just what all ginger ale's like and I don't know. No, this no? isn't your granddaddy's okay. ginger ale. Yeah, it's is great. Is ginger ale a particularly Australian beverage, though? Uh, <laughs> Ping your pot. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, I don't because I, I know Bundaberg ginger ale is a, is a, is obviously an Australian thing because it's from Bundaberg, but sure. I don't know if that's a. If that's yeah, a thing I don't know. Mm. Right in. We People asked listening. our listeners last week if if um, netball is a particular Australian thing, and no one. Um, oh, I listened to that episode and I thought uh, th- my thought process was no, not everything's Australian. <laughs> yeah, but. Because, yeah, it's definitely in other things. Is it in the UK? Yeah, they play netball. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, in you, fact, the netball, didn't the UK netball team just win something big? Like, at the last second? They won the Universe Championships of netball. Did they? Yeah. yeah they beat... Saturn? Saturn. I don't know. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Um, well, well, this is a podcast where we go three of the weeks, classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. And Ben, mm-hmm. I believe you would like to... This is one that has been sitting in our inbox for, Mm. I reckon, six months now. Maybe more. Um, Yeah, and um, I don't know why we haven't done it, but we're going to do it today. And it is, I'll give you the price first. It is $290,000 Australian dollars. Now, uh, Liz, you just said you are leaving this holiday potentially with more money than you came here with because of the job. Yeah, because of the work I did. Yeah, do you... You, would you like to make an investment? Just think about because you've, yeah. you've got all that money. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. Obviously, you want to grow that money tree. Okay. Absolutely. So have a think about I'll this. Have a think if I can. This, this, is, in, this is in Ipswich. Oh, oh so Brisbane, uh, around Brisbane way. Oh, right. There's an Ipswich, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lifestyle business for sale, established over eleven years, and now looking and uh, when owners now looking to retire. Okay. Okay. Our business services mainly Brisbane. And Western Suburbs could be located anywhere, though. It's just how far you're prepared to travel for work. 
Now, I haven't told you what the business is yet. Uh, no. And I want you uh, to... Uh, commit to this Commit before. to this before you hear what it is. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I've told you that it's it's you can, you can be toured around, anywhere around. It just, just depends on how far you're willing to travel for yeah. work. And I can own this business mm-hmm. and like the business model and all the things that come with it yep. for 300000 Well, you've just... You've just, you've just um, bartered yourself up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I think... And I'll give you one more thing. Our 10-year reputation... Ooh, well, they said 11 before, but that's fine. <laughs> the first year was a write-off. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. A lot of people died. It was very unsafe. <laughs> our 10-year reputation has returned us with at least 70% of our current business being repeat or recommended customers. Would you like... To invest in yeah. this. I'll invest. Uh-huh. Nothing positives. Nothing but positives. And I yeah, am I am I investing and guessing? Is that the system? <laughs> uh it is up to you if you want to just I'm gonna I'm gonna guess uh-huh. that I don't know why, but I feel like it's some sort of mobile gro- grooming service. Like dog Ooh. dog grooming. Okay, it's mobile, but then again uh, I mean it's everything's mobile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is a uh, toy hire amusement business. Which seems to center around Aldi versions of popular uh, <laughs> children's titles. So there is a Shrek. Oh, jump- there's so much to unpack. <laughs> there is a Shrek jump- jumping castle, definitely off brand. There is a Disney princesses jumping castle. There is a boxing ring. There is a Thunderdome. I'll read you the list of things that they have. Yeah. Okay. Cars double lane slide. Um, ten jumping castles in brackets, mostly licensed. <laughs> <laughs> Which <laughs> ones aren't? What do, we, what do we imagine an unlicensed jumping castle is? I is think this Wild West jumping castle. Working backwards, I would say the unlicensed one is the one that all the children will perish in. <laughs> like, just yeah. going off. Um, two thunder domes with jousting poles. Four adult castles. Hello. Ah. Now, is a is a Thunderdome? They're the unlicensed ones. Surely. <laughs> surely. My understanding of a Thunderdome is that two two people enter and only one leaves. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's sort of a death situation. Isn't it famously yeah. Thunderdome is only you, you kill yeah. someone in a Thunderdome? I think you're I, right. Yeah, I think generally don't go into domes. Like <laughs> <laughs> those are words to live by. Yeah. Um, I refuse uh, to go into St. Peter's Basilica for that same reason. <laughs> Two genuine mechanical bulls. One soft head, one hard head. <laughs> for the bulls? What are the heads? <laughs> I don't know. What, what kind so, of heads? The, maybe that's, so the, the, that's the, the front of the bull. Is mm-hmm. that a soft or hard? Is that what it's I saying? don't know what the... Uh, outside of it just being more dangerous and exciting, mm. what the benefit of having a hard-headed mechanical bull is. <laughs> I think the so- the hard one would be better in fights, obviously. Have you ever ridden... Have either of you ever ridden a mechanical bull? No. I can't see a situation in which it would end well. Like, <laughs> I, I... Well, see, I have. Not to boast, but I have. Wow, well, okay. Sorry, it feels like-, like you asked a question so that, <laughs> <laughs> so that you could talk about the time you did. What was the, what was the circumstance under which you rode a mechanical bull? Were oh. you dead to or... Oh, was I dead to? Yeah. Or- I was at a fun fair of some description. Uh, maybe the Easter show. How old were you at this time? Sixteen. Mm. Okay. Mm. That, that, that's prime. That's prime uh, reckless activity age. I think. Yeah. I think mechanical bulls are ridden by like sixteen-year-olds, and then there's a big gap, mm. and then it's fifty-year-old divorcees. <laughs> it's fifty-year-old men being like, "No, no, I can do this. Yeah, I can do this." And then that's yeah, that's how they throw out their backs. But for me, and I watched a couple of them. I don't know if you ever. So you studied before you went on, definitely. which I think is actually. At odds with the reckless nature of the mechanical bull. Sure, it's not the mechanical bull lifestyle. Not in the mechanical no. bull spirit. But I and I watch the carny too, and to me, it seems like when the carny wants you off, you're just off. Like there's a button that he presses, which is it like just, it just there, there is there is this slowly no- rolls over. <laughs> <laughs> Begins to excrete oil from all of its pores. I just mean like there is not when when I saw it in the eyes, the cardi was like, "Oh, that's enough." Like I never saw someone hold on past that. Like I just don't think it's possible. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is, so it's like a skill tester where it's not actually about how much skill you have. Yeah, it's, it's about whether or not the machine wants you to take and the thing. He was a real showman because he was like, oh, they put, they really like that person, so I'll keep them on for a while while the crowd cheers, and then they'd oh. be like, ah, oh, they're getting cocky. Off they go. <laughs> so it's a real professional wrestling setup, isn't it? I think it's definitely that. Or even like a Caesars, uh, Caesar's Coliseum setup. Yeah. Where if the crowd is cheering your name, you will not be put to death. But as soon as they <laughs> turn against you, the thumbs down exactly. and head off. Fine, yeah. Now, can I ask, Liz, if, say, like, let's, I'm not going to make you invest in this. That's fine. Well, I don't actually have that power. Sure. Um, but the- <laughs> well, we've already discussed I took the job. <laughs> yeah. Just out of politeness. So. <laughs> 
So if let's imagine that one of uh, let, let's take the emotion out of it. Let's imagine that it's a relative that you don't know at all. Okay. They die. Mm-hmm. Um, long that, lost relative, you say? Yeah, like long a lost great relative. aunt or something. They leave you a, an amusement park that is kind of failing. Yes. Right. So you can't. So you have two options. Yeah. You can just sort of sell it for not much, mm. or you can flip it. I would. That sitcom's going to write itself. <laughs> I try my level best to run it I think and it would... also document that process. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Don't you think it would be incredibly... Like, I, I can't think of a more stressful environment. Yeah. I, d- I find... d- kick, d- death. Death. There's all, like, <laughs> so much death. I just think that anything that a relative leaves you in a will, uh-huh. you are obliged to carry on as a tribute to them if you love them, right? So sure. maybe, maybe mm. not the great out scenario, but just say my parents died and left me the, the amusement park. What about the hateful I, cafe that they run? <laughs> yes. Well, well I'll, I'll be running that in 15, 20 years. But the problem with that though is that if you are doing your obligation and running it as a tribute, mm-hmm. there's every chance you could just be bad at the job. Definitely. And then your mm-hmm. life becomes a really insulting tribute to them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, oh, I need to run this, I need to run this amusement park to, to keep the, the family name alive and whatever. But in yeah. reality, by doing that poorly, you're just running the, the, their name into the dirt. Yeah, yeah. making it worse. Yeah. But maybe all the loyal customers would be like, ah, the old person ran it much better. And oh. then actually their legend would live on oh, because of how, how bad really you are. It yeah. It's like when <laughs> someone has to replace you at work and you... um. You hire a terrible you, you person. You hire a terrible person. Speaking of which, when Cam James leaves the feed later on I'm holiday, over for you were coming for a couple of you come for a couple of weeks. And so I that's think good. that's that might be what he's done there. Now, as soon as I said that, I was like, wait a second. Oh my word. So would, would you so Ben, do you have any interest in this? I I like the idea of it gives me hives. Because like so much of this stuff is predicated on like the illusion of danger. Oh. Yes, yeah. But you, there's still danger there, like because now, you know, not that I frequent these amusement parks often but sure. now I will just assume that all of them have been like be- bequeathed from someone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that like safety is something that they've had to learn yeah I yeah. Ju- just I just can't think of anything worse to be left I've, I've invented this hypothetical and now I'm really <laughs> cross about it yeah <laughs> I love it I want to be a part of it I want to run an amusement park I want people to die so mm-hmm. what uh, where are they advertising it on on this gum <laughs> Which is not traditionally where one sort of sells large-scale, almost half a million dollar businesses. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, all right. I've got one I would like to share with you. Sure. It's been sent in by Pippa Campbell. Thank you so much, Pippa. Pippa, thank you. And Hall of is- Cowards MVP, Pippa Campbell, I mm-hmm. believe. And this has been posted in the Canberra's uh, Buy, Sell, Swap and Giveaway group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's right. posted by a lady called Joe. Yep. And she writes as follows. Hello, everyone. I have a friend... Who is looking for a room to rent? So far, so good. Looking for a new room. He's 40 years old, Mm -hmm. clean, tidy, and works full time as a professional. Great. Where Mm. do I sign? Is Is there more? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, he is currently sharing a house with a 29 year old woman who is really lovely. Everything was great (laughs) until last week. Ah, the turn. (laughs) When his housemate, her best friend, and him decided to have a few drinks over dinner, then made some poorly thought out decisions. Open brackets, AKA, they had a threesome, close brackets. (laughs) And now it's awkward as anything. Does anyone have anything available that might suit him? Oh. Room wanted Canberra in the Australian Capital Territory. So they're writing it on behalf of their friend. Their friend who right. okay, so you yeah. think this is the forty one year old man. Yeah, no, is... I think this is maybe the 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 twenty nine year old woman who fucked her housemate and now she's trying to boot him out. Yeah. Oh, you think Oh, so you think it's from? So you think that message is from one of the members of the threesome yes. trying to kick the other member of the threesome out? I think what happened was she was living with this forty-year-old guy. It was going fine. He's clean and a professional. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, though, one night they had a few, they had a couple of drinks. Her best friend mm-hmm. and her and he had a, a, a <laughs> see, an the, ill-advised threesome. Sure. And now she's on the line, being like, "I, my friend, needs a yeah. new place to live but see, because we fucked." Because like she, she does. If it is her, she takes herself out of it. Because I was really surprised it was a threesome because the way she, she was like, he and this person's best friend had some drinks and then they yeah. had a threesome. And it's like, lady, as, as, as the saying goes, it takes three 
<laughs> to threesome? Sure. Where did that, like, the, yeah. the, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Unless she was involved in threesome, but she didn't have any of the drinks. <laughs> in which case, I think she's bearing the lead. <laughs> that's why she's maybe more embarrassed, because she has a better recall of yeah. the evening. <laughs> just stone cold sober, just sat and watched... Two close friends fuck on a couch and is now just, I cannot live here anymore. He needs to leave. So, like, yeah, if it's not her and it's not, it's, if it's none of the members of the threesome, mm. right. that's quite sad because he's just gone to a friend and been like, oh, I've re- I, like, I, you know yeah, what I mean? Yes, but I think sometimes it, it all, it, look, mm-hmm. I don't like to be gender essentialist. Sure. But I feel like there is a kind of man, mm-hmm. not every man, sure. not all men. Sure. There is a kind of man who would have a threesome with his housemates and may not realise that it was a terrible idea. <laughs> right. And then he may have mentioned this to a friend who has recognised that it was such a bad idea. <laughs> and, and he's like, no, no, this is sick. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> yeah. And, friend, and his friend... and. His friend is like, oh, this is friend Joe, is like, no, 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 I'll find you somewhere else to live. So you made a terrible right. mistake. So she's like setting, so it's all in motion so she can actually do it in one go. She yes. can be like, I think you should leave. I've set yes. up a house for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. That's, yeah, that's what you do, isn't it? Because <laughs> you don't want to just be like, you have to leave. That's a problem, but I haven't got a solution for it. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. like you have to leave and then you have like a month to find a place. That's like cancelling a, a show and then <laughs> yeah. having 20 more episodes to make of that show. And hiring new English writers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Yes, or they are worried that this this is an entirely hypothetical scenario that I'm going to add into the mix. Love it. They're worried that the they're a separate party. They haven't been involved in threesome. They're worried that their friend who was involved in threesome is about to turn around and be like, I have to get out of there. Can I live with you? Oh. And so they're like, I'll quickly find somewhere um, for them length. to go so I that see. I don't end up having with a threesome with them next month. <laughs> no, my look. understanding is everyone you live with, you are not having sex with. I, I value that friendship yeah. too much. Now, outside of some sort of like magical birthday cake liar liar situation, <laughs> why mm. have any of these details been included in the ad? <laughs> 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 sure. I think it's. I think it's like when uh, someone has been murdered in a house, and you have a. You have to disclose. You have to, tell, yeah. to tell them. I think if you've had a threesome with your previous housemates, you actually are legally obliged to tell everyone else that there's a risk going forward. Because that is that. Yeah. I mean, outside of that, there is absolutely. Because as both you and I, Liz, were, were saying, as the ad was being read, we we're like, "Sounds great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonderful. Clean. Professional." Here we oh, <laughs> ah. and that information isn't so. That's what makes me think that it is a third, well, a fourth party oh, who's like, right. "I'll find you a place, Gary, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> this isn't gonna come back on me when they're like, hey, this guy's a threesome guy.' Like, and you didn't <laughs> tell us that. Yeah, Liz Kingsman, do you have one you'd like to share with the class? I do. It's quite long, so mm-hmm. strap in, everyone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, also, I'd like to say the first half of this one. It, it takes a while to get funny um, <laughs> and w- simultaneously will sound like quite sad. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So, so not funny and also should, this is sad anyway, mm-hmm. but then great. To whom it may concern. Where is this from? Oh, this is Wait. from Craigslist, this one. Ah, Craigslist. To whom it may concern. My name is William and I'm a long time truck driver that worked for the Nestle company delivering some of the frozen food options to supermarkets and convenience stores around the city. I recently had to leave the driving gig because of diabetic neuropathy. Yes, is that right? Uh Neuropathy in my foot, making it difficult to drive. As a thank you for my long term service, the company provided me with hundreds of hot pockets. (laughs) (laughs) Both lean pockets and regular hot hot pockets. Uh So that I could have lunches, snacks and meals to tide me over before I could get back on my feet at the new gig. The only problem is my partner, Christian, is on a new soy-based diet and I do not want to tempt him with the meaty, beefy, delicious. (laughs) (laughs) With the meaty, wait, let me just get it right. The meaty, beefy, delicious that exists in these simple frozen snacks. (laughs) I'm looking to give them away and and I'm asking for no return as the company graciously allowed me to have them in the first place. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. Um, I'm trying to work out who directs yeah. the film of this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just there's so much admiration for the Hot Pocket. He's definitely a company man. 
Yes. Do we know? Yeah, do we yeah. know it's a man? It could be. It, could it be a woman? Oh, no, yeah. it's a, it's William. It's William. Okay, yeah. It's a William. He's a gentleman, right? You know what I mean? Like he's really like been brainwashed by the hot pocket people. Yeah, guess, yeah. Like, he's he. You know what I mean? It's like man, they should have given you a pension. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they they like forgot you were leaving that day, and they were like, ah, oh, Will's I'm going. The truck. Yeah. Do you know what they did? They, uh, yeah. they did exactly that. They were like, well, you're pr- checking your truck because we put. <laughs> and somebody else is like, what did you put in Will's truck? And they're like, no, I didn't. I didn't. I did. I don't know what's in there. <laughs> then just sort of uh, like bring on a list of complaints from various people who did not get their hot pocket deliveries. Yeah, exactly. But even, yeah, he thinks that this is such a good gift that he doesn't want to even tempt his partner with them. Yes. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know I've not had a hot pocket since I was maybe 13 years old? What? And I distinctly recall when I was 13 being like, when I grow up, I'm, I can just buy hot pockets. <laughs> That's what you're looking forward <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, like and no one can stop Gonna me. Gonna turn Bye. 18? Yeah. Get me some hot pockets. <laughs> and I never did it. I find it. I find that so unbelievable. What? Knowing your diet and knowing the way you live, the idea that you, mm-hmm. Benjamin Jenkins, uh-huh. has gone what to the age of thirty odd without 31. thirty-one without eating a hot is fucking bullshit. I just, I know, I'm surprised myself. I feel like there's on every plane, like what you get at like four a.m. and you're like, why are you giving me this hot pocket? <laughs> you know, and then like all the lights go on and you wake up and they there's they just give you a hot pocket and you're like, that's. Not, not what I want now. Are you confusing that with a hot towel? Are you <laughs> eating a towel whenever you're on a plane? These hot pockets are so lemon fresh. I pro- I promise they get, and it's like wrapped in foil, I and it's always like of the country that of the flight that you're getting. So I flew Etihad here, and I definitely got a sort of like Middle Eastern hot pocket at about. <laughs> 4 a.m. This is <laughs> insane, Liz Kingsman. I have I have been flying a lot lately, and I have never once encountered this hot pocket phenomenon. I, 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 I promise. I, I promise because they get they're both like soggy and like dry at the same yeah, time. I don't know what hot pocket it is. I'm just saying. I, I love don't. the idea that there's this company out there that's making the hot pockets of the world <laughs> for various yes. international airplanes. <laughs> it was flight. clever because it's not any. It's of not the anything, Liz. It's not a real thing. <laughs> it is. It is. And they're not, it's not breakfast. It's not lunch or dinner. It's, it's just, just a mid, like an air time meal. <laughs> it's air nutrients. Air nutrients. I think yeah. actually in the Geneva Conventions, it's important that you've got, every time you cross the, the international dateline, they have to give you they a hot pocket. They have to give you a hot pocket. one of those yeah. sort of they, international waters They put rules. it in as a joke. <laughs> they say, we'll take that out later. Yeah, but then, yeah. Do you know, I might have talked about this on the podcast before, but apparently... Um, if you commit a crime on a plane, you are tried under the jurisdiction of wherever the plane lands, not wherever it was. When Surely you came- it's whichever one you're closest to. Well, well, but this is what someone was telling me. It's wherever wherever they land, that's where they. So if you if you assault somebody, but what if? Wait, so that means if I'm flying from say England to like, like London to Shanghai, yep. and I'm flying like over Russia, yep. and I kill you. Sure. <laughs> I mean, murder's illegal sort of everywhere. Yeah, but um, I'm saying, well, well, why would I be tried? In China, and if it's happening over Russian airspace, surely I'd be tried in Russia. I don't know what to tell you, man. Okay. I don't think you're under any laws during the yeah, flight. That's so that must be why. All the hot <laughs> yeah. you want. Once the seatbelt sign is off, it's technically yeah. international waters. Yeah. Yeah, it's the purge. It, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Um, so wait, what was the, what was this person offering? They were saying, "Do you want these hot pockets?" Yeah, so they're offering the hot pockets, but they have. There is a bit at the end. It says, "Please call or text me and give me your reasons for why I should <gasps> donate some of some of them to oh. you." So I would like to help you, your family, or your, or your friends, and we'll just be chilling out with some skull straight. What's skull straight? <laughs> it's capitalized, so it's like S K O A L straight. I have oh skull, yeah. I have S K, yeah. I have no idea for yeah. a while, and able to thus be ready to for pickups. So much, I've got so much I've, love, William. <laughs> so I've got to get in touch with William and then justify why yeah. I deserve some of these hot pockets. Right, yeah. Who's playing William in the in the I think Paul Thomas Anderson film? Yeah, film. I was going to say this sounds yeah. like a PTA film. It, it feels a bit like Punch Drunk Love, but I think that that's just because there's a vast quantity of snacks Pudding. in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess then via that then it's Adam John Sandler. C. Riley, by the way. Yeah. It's John okay. C. Riley, it's not, not Adam Sandler. It's not Adam Sandler. Okay. Shut your okay. stupid mouth. <laughs> yeah, because he because I can imagine John C. Riley wanting the hot pockets, but his partner. Christian is on a soy based diet. Oh yeah. yeah. Who's who's playing Christian then? Christian is Maybe Niles from Fraser? Oh, David Hyde Pierce? Yeah. Sure. He he'd be yeah. on a soy based diet. Yeah. Yeah, I'll allow that. Okay. And then who is playing Oh, you know what? I was so right about John C. Riley. The more I think about it, <laughs> he's got that kind of like he does 
he does bathos so well and he's just it would be he would want them but he would as you say like he'd want them yeah. but he'd, he'd be giving them Sacrifice away it. yeah and yeah. he would also do the scene when he like opened the truck at work yeah. really well yeah yeah, yeah. exactly mm. um, I'm throwing in um, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis to play the hot fucker <laughs> <laughs> that man is a chameleon <laughs> he's done his last ever film now so <laughs> yeah, yeah but I think if he's going to coax him out of retirement I feel like he yeah he, he'd come out for this. I mean, this the, the, uh, the transfer mansion into a hot pocket is kind of one of those classic Academy Award bait. Exactly. You know, a real Oscar bait kind of performance. Yeah. Yeah. And know- there are hundreds as well to play. <laughs> yeah. It's a real being John yeah. Malkovich, but for hot yeah. pockets. Yeah. Do you know that I just realised I have absolutely no idea what... Um, uh, Daniel, Daniel Lewis even sounds like. I was going to say looks like. Yeah. No, I know what he looks like. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever heard his speaking voice. Mm. What about in all the movies you've seen him in? Yeah, they, he he does silly voices oh, in all of them. Voice. Yeah, real dumb voices. Real dumb voices. You not seen Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> it's just horn noises. Do, do, three hours. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> do you know that he? Because you know he's method. He stayed in. He's, oh, stayed in he's a meth head. Is what you're saying? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, he's meth head. Um, he stayed in character all through Lincoln, mm. and uh, Sally Field played his wife, um, and. She, she she doesn't stay in character. She's a, she's a normal she's person. She's a normal person. <laughs> um, but he would text her throughout the production as Lincoln. That's which requires, not in character. It requires such a weird kind of double thing. That's not... that Because then he has to be texting her, what's this device I'm holding? <laughs> exactly. Just imagine Sally Field getting like a series of sort of that increasingly whole, terrifying... What is this wizardry? <laughs> My darling, the glowing rectangle. <laughs> Yeah, so he'll play the Hot Pockets. That's good. Hing, do you have one? Yes, I do. This one was sent in by several people, including Charlotte Scrivener and also Laura Money, I believe. Mm -hmm. Thank you to both of you. And it says, Wanted. Mm -hmm. This is a photo taken of a sign that has been attached to a pole. Mm -hmm. Wanted to borrow an orange cat. (laughs) I want to borrow an orange cat for 24 to 48 hours to have a lasagna dinner (laughs) (laughs) with Garfield. Love with a Garfield loving four year old and two year old children. We'll return the cat happy and cared for. Cat will not be required to eat lasagna. Oh, hang on. (laughs) Well, what's the fucking point then? If contraindicated. Um, if contraindicated, yeah, I don't know exactly what that means. A fancy way of saying if it if it doesn't doesn't, if it doesn't want. Okay, yeah, Uh, please. (laughs) Wait, was it contra what contraindicated? Okay. Yeah. Um, and this, this suggests they've put this sign up before with a slightly different result. Please, no feral cats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and please take your cat back at the end, not looking to adopt. That suggests that someone has spray painted a cat black and orange <laughs> and left it on a doorstep previously. Where is this listed? Uh, it's, that's blocked. That they've blocked oh. out the, the the area code. But an increasingly desperate. Uh, thank you from an increasingly desperate, but not crazy, <laughs> mum of two with no friends. Oh, that oh. own orange. God, cats. this is an absolute roller coaster. <laughs> it really is. Every no friends t- and own orange cats is the oh, caveat okay. there. Okay, and there's a call or a text and a number that has been blotted out. So, Ben, mm-hmm. how much orange paint do you have, and can we? Make your cat into Garfield I and mean, send it. She's got the dimensions to be Garfield. She's very yeah, fat. Yeah, she's fat. Liz was remarking upon that. Um, the girth of yeah, your cat. It's all she's there. Just, she's just solid, you know? Yeah, she wears it well, I think. Yeah. Do you think that, you're, given Garfield's size yep. and uh, the, I guess, the center of, the low center of gravity that <laughs> yeah. Garfield would have? His Garfield. lifestyle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you not think, though, that Garfield is often pushed off things very easily by Odie. Don't you think Garfield in Garfield in the comics mm-hmm. should have a more solid reality <laughs> to, to yeah. the the physics of the Garfield universe is right. what I'm questioning. Yeah. When, sure. when Odie sh- given Odie's size, mm-hmm. Odie should not be able to push Garfield off a bench. Okay. Because right. Garfield is so fat and heavy, right? What yeah. would we have to do to Odie to make this world muscle Odie. For you? You'd have muscle to, you'd Odie. have to get swole, swole, swole Odie, Odie is what you're after. Yeah. Basically, I'm after a muscly Odie. Because I don't even think In I what could... way is this not a sex thing for you? Because <laughs> it really feels like this is a very long no, roundabout no. way of getting somebody to draw a swole Odie <laughs> cartoon uh-huh, for you. Uh-huh. Sure. I, I see where you're coming from. I can see why this is a sex thing for me. Uh-huh. Um, 
uh, inspired by uh, Supreme Court Justice nominee Brett Kavanaugh. I will not be answering that question. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, he wouldn't answer any questions about Swalody either, which is very telling. <laughs> that was, it was quite weird when Kamal Harris was spent 40 minutes asking Brett Kavanaugh about Swalody uh-huh. and why uh-huh. he had a boner. But, yeah. you know, you know he, didn't, he didn't have to. Ruth uh-huh. Bader Ginsburg uh, set the precedent, and now, so he didn't have to. Now, here's the interesting thing for me. Mm. Let's say this woman does get a big cat. Oh, I assumed it was a man, weirdly. Oh, no, it was a woman why. with no friends who owned large. It's a mother of two. Oh, why did my brain go there? Because hmm. you're thinking of John, the owner of Garfield. You're thinking of John, the owner. Yeah, exactly. That's why, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's say this happens. They get a cat. Yeah. And there's like a four year old and two year old, both love Garfield. By the way, where are they watching Garfield? There was that movie. Oh, I suppose the movie, yeah. The Bill Murray films. The Bill Murray films. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I'll allow it. No, wait, wait. Because they were ages ago. They were with the guy from Road Trip and he hasn't worked for 50 years, surely. Yeah. The guy from Road Trip? Yeah, his name was Brecken Meyer. Fuck, what is that pushing out? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. What am I not able to store because I know Brecken fucking Meyer's name? Who's the Prime Minister? Who's the Prime Minister? <laughs> what day has it been? Wait, okay. so wait, wait, which movie's Road Trip? Who, 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 sorry, who was this person in Road Trip? He was the main guy in right, Road yeah. Trip. Not Sean William Scott uh-huh. or Tom Green. But, but, but Bill Murray was Garfield in Garfield, or right? Or DJ Qualls. Yeah, yeah. Bill Murray, Bill Murray made, a, made a choice. Wasn't there an interesting do story? You know, where... Do you know why? Because it is directed by Ethan Cohen. But really? Not, not that one. Oh. Not of Cohen Brothers Cohen. Yeah. A different... Well, or Joel Cohen, one of the, like has the same name as one of the Cohen brothers, and but Bill it's Murray. an O E N, not O H E N. Yeah, Bill it's O H E N, not O E N. Yeah, he famously doesn't have an agent, and he gets all of his work through yeah. answering messages. Yeah, and he was like, "All right, well, I guess the Cohen brothers are making Garfield. This would be fun." And then he turned up on set, and he was like, "Oh, all right, I don't give a shit. Like it's just a day's work in a voiceover booth." That's amazing. Yeah. So what were you? I was saying, yeah, a cat doesn't operate like Garfield. Isn't that what makes Garfield like? Isn't that the comedic premise of Garfield, though? But I'm just saying, like, this woman's like, oh, it doesn't matter if he eats, doesn't eat lasagna or whatever. I just like, I think these kids are going to be very disappointed if the bar is that low. I think when you're a four year old, though, yeah. you see what you want to see. Yeah, I think they'll be like so happy. Yeah. It was only like two years ago that I remembered as a child that on Christmas Day there would be like reindeer poo on the balcony. And then two years ago I was like, what was that? Yeah, and I did you have an to, animal? Yeah, no, no. So I asked my parents like, what was the... <laughs> I was like, what was... I've just remembered like... Did what was pa- the poo about? Did your parents take a shit on the balcony <laughs> and just sort of... Yeah, kids, kids, come Yeah, it's so weird. Neither of them answered me. And they, yeah, <laughs> they were just like, yeah, it was fake poo. And I was it, like, I was kind of astounded at both like that they went to that effort and then also that I just hadn't questioned it for so long. It, it, yeah, so, I th- so therefore I think, you know, cat eating lasagna will be fine. If, but also <laughs> at the time, like, it's funny, like, you're, you're credulous enough, you're incredulous enough... To be like, well, where's the shit? <laughs> and then there's reindeer shit. You're like, oh, yeah, those magical flying yeah. reindeer. This chick's out. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's this weird... You want some evidence, but yeah. you want to question that evidence. Like, I remember, like, I, I wanted to, like, I left a note for the tooth fairy to see if the tooth fairy... If she pooed. <laughs> yeah, do, please do a shit on my floor. <laughs> if you're real, you'll take a dump on my pillow. <laughs> Like when my parents responded, I was like, "Well, QED. Like, th- th- there's no way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like I missed out on a lot of this because, as you can imagine, the very Spartan Hing household refused to believe in any of these. Did you things. have Santa at all? I don't think so. I think one year my father dressed up as Santa. My father is a six foot. <laughs> but you didn't have any reference points. <laughs> very few. <laughs> You'd never had Santa before. My father is like a six foot three, like sixty five kilo Chinese man. So he doesn't look a lot like Santa. He's a very sure. tall. Well, he doesn't very look a lot thin. like maybe. <laughs> Traditional Santa. <laughs> he doesn't look a lot like Coca-Cola Santa. Sure. I don't think there's any world in which a gangly <laughs> ophthalmologist <laughs> is, is Santa. That's not happening in it. You can go to Shang- you can go you can go to the depths of Beijing <laughs> and you'll not find this representation. But the Harrods of Beijing. <laughs> still the Santa there will probably be fat. Do you probably. think in all the time we've had Santa, anybody has even uttered the phrase 65 kilogram Chinese ophthalmologist Santa. <laughs> no, I think it's new but and it's for today. I remember my dad, uh, he didn't even bother with a beard, didn't bother with a beard, didn't bother with a moustache. What hit, did he do then? Just a 
hat these, and a coat. And... These are the defining features of Santa. <laughs> he just had are a you red... sure he was dressing up? <laughs> he had a red T-shirt on. We're like Santa. No, he, he, he had the Santa suit on, mm-hmm. right. uh, and he had a and he had a pillowcase filled with toys. <laughs> but again, not a sack, just a pillowcase. Yeah, yeah well, that's the um, back to. Uh, also, uh, my parents, uh, if, if just so you know, Liz, they have a weird Christmas tradition where they give us presents um, that are vaguely insulting um, in order... Uh, for example, one year I was playing my piano pieces too quickly, so they gave me a metronome to help me play my piano pieces. And if this sounds like it's a fun thing, it's not. It's not. It's, not. No, no, it's a deeply serious, awful Christmas experience. Okay. <laughs> so it was not a joyful time. No, no, it's yeah. a horrible time. You go to church about three times on Christmas Day, and then you were administered whatever um, yeah, whatever insulting present my parents. Anyway, you go so three my- times on Christmas Day, <laughs> it, it, it get was home, so, so off weird. we go again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, go early, you go the dawn, and then yeah. the lunch, and then the dinner. Anyway, by the end, you can mouth along to the sun. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. Because the first one is in English and the other two are in Chinese. Uh, no one in my family speaks Chinese, to be clear. We just okay. go to... Anyway, look, yep. it's not... <laughs> the Cantonese service and the Mandarin service. Uh-huh. So... One year, my dad was it was sort of giving us our shitty presents out of a um out of a out of a dressed as Santa out of a pillowcase, mm-hmm. and I had the gall to be like, "You're clearly not Santa," <gasps> and my father was like so insulted by this that he was like, "Well, you won't be getting," and then he had a dictionary. <laughs> And he was like, you were getting this and sort of took it away. And I was like, well, I didn't really want to tell it. What failing do you think that was addressing? The dictionary? I think probably my, I think I probably had fucked up a spelling test or something. I don't know exactly. <laughs> Look, it's so sad. I was like, I used to take, I used to, yeah, as, we, as we inch closer to the 100th episode, I used to really take joy in hearing stories about Hing's childhood. And now they fill me. Maybe it's because I have a kid on the way. They fill me with like a real sense of sadness. No, I turned. Uh, look, look, as somebody just, tu- Hing, as somebody just met me, fine. maybe you forty-five didn't. minutes ago, you can attest the fact that I t- I'm fine, right? Sure. <laughs> what, would, what would you be getting this year if, uh, if the system oh, what is was the still failing of this year? Yeah. Mm. Ooh, so hard to tell. <laughs> so many to choose from. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I think this year. Uh, ben mentioned my parents' hateful cafe. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that has sort of been the primary focus of the family's ire the last year. My sister, a couple <laughs> okay. of years ago... Um, <laughs> so, like, shares in that. <laughs> <laughs> my sister, a couple of years ago, opened a cafe, uh, uh, but it has, has... You know, she's worked very hard at this cafe, but just is... She's... 25, like yeah. cat, it, 20, 24 maybe. She doesn't have these life skills to run a cafe and also just doesn't have the time because she's also studying at university. Whoa. So so as a result of this, my father, who has a, who already has a full-time job as an ophthalmologist, is yeah. now also running a cafe. <laughs> <laughs> ophthalmologist slash shopping centre Santa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so as a, as a result of that, they've been so focused on the cafe uh, that I've really flown under the radar and have avoided a lot of criticism in the last couple. That's of That's really good when you have so. something to draw. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Oh, it's so attention. good. I because the, there are any amount of things that I I, I had a documentary released on on television uh, this year for the first time. It was a really nice experience. My mother described it as a bit boring, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, I feel like she would have probably written a longer mean review of it had she had the time. But instead, sure. she had to wash some uniforms for yeah, the cafe. Yeah. Uh, the right. aprons or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I said, I've, I've been flying under the radar. No, that's really, really good. Do you want me to um, do this for your ch- child, Ben? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> you know I, I, th- I would like you to stay very far away from my child. <laughs> you know, Uncle Michael to come around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to dress up as a terrifying Chinese Santa uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then sort of give them a dictionary <laughs> swan out of the room. <laughs> would you guys like one to take us home? Yes, please. Yes. Okay, I'm going to read uh, the copy first. This is from um, Leichhardt uh, Gumtree. Mm-hmm. So that's a, so that card is a kind of a, a semi-fancy part of Sydney, I would mm-hmm. say. Homemade organic toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> Made with love by ya boy. <laughs> <laughs> Very safe and non-toxic. Great for your children's dental needs. I guarantee after one taste of my toothpaste, you'll never use any other toothpaste ever again. Now that's cryptic. Because yeah, is it because that y- could mean you will die? Yeah, or no. you won't have teeth any longer. <laughs> yeah. Your boy has said it's non-toxic and very safe. He has said both of those things. So I want to. Uh, it's a jar. It's about that big. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, oh it's, yeah. It's sort of you know a jar of. Um, it's like a jam jar. Jam jar. It's sorry. a jam jar, jam which jar. is not a traditional toothpaste. Vessel. Yeah, vessel. Sure. Not not traditional, but I mean it's interesting. At some point. In the 40s, we decided that toothpaste came in tubes. Yeah, I, I think the tube is not necessarily a great... Oh, 
the more I think about it, the more I think they probably nailed it with the tube, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess with a jar, you have to have a spoon. I'm great. I'm happy with the tube. You're going to yeah. keep the tube. But isn't, yeah. the, isn't the toothpaste tube the. Isn't the, the classic dad. Oh, this could be another. Uh-huh. Isn't the classic dad thing being furious at the tube? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not. That just sounds like gibberish. <laughs> yeah. You know, when your dad. Hey, hey, guys, when your dad's, you know, furious <laughs> about the tube. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing no. is more dad than getting cross at the tube. It's dad, yeah. Dads hate the toothpaste tube. Dads hate it. You know they don't hate the tube. They hate the misuse of the tube, right? Mm, yes. Like it's a it's a frustration to them that no one can use the tube. The whole, <laughs> yeah. These, these these tiny children have not mastered. Yeah. The, the sort of, and would yeah. a jar like you'd have to use the toothpaste as a sort of corn? The toothbrush is sort of corn chip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I th- I would have thought you'd have a, a like a. A yeah, secondary int- implement. Maybe like a, a channel towel. pop stick or something. Oh, right. Yeah, that's too fussy. I think we may have nailed it with the tube. We've nailed it with the tube. It's like a friend of ours, um, Richard Cook, um, has a friend who took a whole year off to redesign the wallet and like did, like took it from all angles and then after a year it was like, nah. <laughs> they got it the right. One, the one we have is pretty <laughs> the good. The one we have is the best thing. That's that's the best thing. And is he in fashion or he just decided... <laughs> is it mad? Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, it's a, so it's a jar uh-huh. and that's that's important because I'm about to tell you the price. Sure. Oh, okay. 300 Australian dollars. Oh, <laughs> my God. For, for, that's for what? Nuts. For like... 250 for a cup of toothpaste. Now, I actually think when you think about, imagine taking a tube, a hated tube of toothpaste Mm. and squirting it into a jar. Yeah. That's probably not going to fill much of a jar. Like, I reckon a jar of toothpaste is probably... You're getting more... 10? You're getting more, but I think I could fill a jar with toothpaste with three three tubes. tubes. Three tubes? Can I? Can I? There's no way to quantify this, unfortunately. Yeah, but (laughs) let's all remember I correctly guessed two and a half minutes on the raindrop. That's very true. I'm out there thinking there's going to be an hour's worth of toothpaste (laughs) in this jar. Um, Ben, you've, you've, you've missed two key details in this ad. Go on. The first is that the, the title for this is called homebrew toothpaste, sure. and the words. But what you miss is the t- the, the word toothpaste there is in inverted commas. Oh dear, homebrew <laughs> toothpaste. And the second is it's yes. on fire. <laughs> the second thing is there is a label on said jar. Yep. And the label is sort of a bit of paper that they've that's been t- a torn bit of paper that's been glued on, yep. and it says toothpaste. Question mark. Well, you know, toothpaste? I, thought, I thought that was uh, a marketing gimmick in a way. Well, that's the brand is toothpaste. Yeah, I, I think they need a new, uh, yeah, unique selling property. I do, I have so little I require of toothpaste, and one is that it, they know it's toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, really. It's very bit of a, true. Bit of a, I want you to be confident that the thing you're selling me isn't something else. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, I think that. Um, this is a hard sell for as a product that an adult will put in their mouth. But yeah. I think it's an even harder sell to be like, give it to a child, which is what they're doing. <laughs> is it marketed to parents specifically? Yeah, it's like... Yes, absolutely. It's like, it's like uh, I guarantee that after one uh, very safe non-talk, great for your children's dental needs. Yes. Oh, come in. Anya, we have a question. Uh, Anya Pachansky, friend of the show and wife of me. <laughs> Hello. Um, Han... If somebody commits a crime on a plane, <laughs> where is it decided? Where under what law are they tried? Is it the the the, the country you left yeah. from, the country you're over when it happens, or, or the, the country, country you land. land in? Pretty sure it's wherever you land. I sat next to a pilot on a plane once, and he told me that <laughs> some guy. Were you the on a plane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it's, ben, I have something to tell you. Um, <laughs> No, he he told me that once some guy got really drunk and was causing a fuss, so the pilot inten- intentionally asked for permission to land in Saudi Arabia. Oh, wow. That story ends darkly then, <laughs> because that person would be under so much trouble for drinking a- yeah. as well, well as the, being... Yeah, I'm not sure if the... It's tried wherever you, wherever you land, but I think it's tried in under the law of the airspace that you were passing through at the time oh okay so 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 they actually on some planes have to stop serving alcohol when they're passing through uh, say saudi arabian airspace wow um, it's so rare that we ask a question on this podcast and then it gets answered <laughs> during the podcast <laughs> yeah usually oh, we ask i'm very sorry no thank you it usually we get you idiots listening to this to write in and you never do uh-huh 
Why can't you all be lawyers like Anya? Exactly. Morons. Um, that brings us to the end of Thank this. you, Anya. <laughs> Thank you, Anya. Thanks, Anya. <laughs> uh, that brings us to the end of this um, um, wonderful episode. Yes. Um, Liz Kingsman, where can people find more about you? And what other jobs do you want that we can get oh, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, as I say, I wasn't looking for a job. So, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do know that if you offer her one, she will take <laughs> out the one. Yeah, so if um, you need someone to, like, clean your house or <laughs> do your gutters. Or you. do a murder over Saudi Arabian <laughs> airspace, yeah. for example. Huh? Um, Twitter at mm-hmm. Liz Kingsman, mm-hmm. but Excellent. I let's let's not lie. I don't tweet, uh-huh. <laughs> so you'll be able to find. So you're actually yeah. nailing. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I'm nailing yeah. Twitter. Um, Hing, do you have any shows coming up? Yes, I'm going to be doing a. I'm I'm doing that thing where I'm trying a new hour of material mm. uh, at the Fringe from the 18th to the 22nd. So if you're in Sydney and like to see me read things out of a book and then go, oh, is that funny? I don't. No, and then sort of spiral into despair. Mm. Um, tickets are very cheap for that. Um, okay. But Ben, <laughs> yes. don't you know mm-hmm. that uh, you and I and mm. some of our favourite guests of all time are going to be performing a live free to a good home at uh, Cafe Lounge on the, I believe, the 16th. The 16th of September. We're going to be recording Sunday our afternoon. 100th episode live. Yeah, which is uh, going to be at about 5pm there. Uh, yep. If you're a secret billionaire, you'll get in for free. Yep. Um, one person got in touch with us and said they were listening to the episode with Jenna Owen and saying that um, the yeah. Findom stuff that Jenna was talking about. They're yeah. like, oh, how could someone ever be a part of that? That's insane and crazy. And yeah. then he uh, said, then I realised that that's exactly the relationship I have with you people taking my money through the Patreon. That's um, very true. Yeah, yeah. So that's very that. true. Um, uh, anyway, so you should come You should come to our live all episode. all our pay pigs. Yes. Hot pockets for everyone who comes. <laughs> yes. I'll get in contact with that guy, see if we can get hot pockets. I'll get um, hot pockets for everyone. Otherwise, yeah. we'll bring jazz apples. You can yes. all have some jazz apples. Yes. And maybe some fancy soft drink if the um, if the venue lets us. Yes, we're going to be doing some, uh, some big... Q&A stuff as well. If, if you have a question for us about anything that's happened over the past 99 episodes, feel yep. free to get in touch with us. Someone's Facebook already gotten in touch with the question, which is how did uh, you and I meet, which we'll have to work out before that and now because I honestly cannot remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you can get tickets on the door mm-hmm. and they'll be like 15 bucks. Or, yeah, maybe or, less if you're poor. Yep, or free for secret billionaires. Yes, excellent. Uh, but until next week, bye! Bye! If you like and getting caught in the rain Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.